Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, musical fans, and welcome to this special Christmas bonus episode of Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know, another installment in our reprise editions. Today was my choice and I picked Come From Away for your Christmas listening because this is honestly one of the most heartwarming and positive musicals that I have ever come across. It is a delight to listen to and talk about. So this is one of my favourite ones to do. This week we had Stephanie Baxter brought this one in for us. She saw it on Broadway and it was a lot of fun to do. Now, please forgive our Australian pronunciation of some of the words. We are a long way away from the rest of the world. Anyway, Merry Christmas and enjoy the show. episode of musicals taught me everything i know we're here we're ready to learn we're going to talk about musicals we're going to talk about lessons we're going to learn stuff are you ready to join me guys i am i'm ready to join you let's do musicals things Woo! my name is miranda selwood i'll be taking you through the episode today and with me my co-host zane c weber julie eisentrager and our special guest stephanie baxter Woo! stephanie baxter Hi, Steph. yeah. hello how are you i'm Fine. Fine. Happy to be here. Yeah. Um, Steph is going to talk to us about a super new show. It's so new I haven't even heard of it before. I think that's. I think that says something about your musical listening habits, though. Like, I've well, heard it, Miranda. Guys, so... no, 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 no. I really like stuff from the 30s and 40s. <laughs> but also, like we were talking about just before, you don't seek out new musicals because you prefer to see them on stage before you listen to them. That's true. That's true. So what show are we going to talk about, Steph? We are talking about Come From Away, which is awesome and you should listen to it. Okay. Well, look, I might. (laughs) I have perused it. After this, you'll feel the need to. It is coming to Australia. Well, maybe Mm -hmm. I'll wait for it. Maybe. I'll I'll just wait. You can make that choice. I told you, you need to audition for it because it has open auditions, Miranda. So get on it. Okay. Well, well, I'll do that, but yes. first I need to know about the show. So okay. it's lucky that Steph came in today. Good and thing even we're here. before that, we need to know about Steph. What? I really, really? know about Steph. <laughs> I'd love to learn about Steph. Okay. Well, Steph, are mm-hmm. you ready to take the getting to know you quiz? Hit me. I think I'm ready. Are you ready for the getting to know you quiz theme song? <gasps> Whoa. It's been a while. Oh, it has been a while. Getting to know you. 
Oh, it's so yeah. creepy. Is it creepy? No, it's beautiful. It used to be creepier. It's gone back to more Julie Andrews now. Okay, okay if more. Julie Andrews sung like that, <laughs> she would be way more famous than she already is. It, it definitely oh. was approaching like creepy Muppet for a while there. Anyway, let's move <laughs> on. Done a 360 and come back. Let's talk about Steph. Okay, so Steph, we're going to ask you a few pertinent questions. Uh, it's important that you honor, uh, you answer honestly, truthfully, and I swear. As quickly as possible. Okay. And you honour the sanctity of musical theatre. Okay. I think I can <laughs> copy that. So help you God. Uh, which musical character would other people compare you to? Oh, I get compared to Miss Honey a lot. Cute. Aww. That's not a bad one to be. It's you not look, terrible. You look unsatisfied with that answer. I don't know. Like some people are like, yeah, she's sweet. But I'm like, she also doesn't have a backbone at all or no. So you're, you, you want to be more of a Matilda? But <laughs> you've got to remember Miss Honey was abused a True. lot. So the backbone's kind of been like not And not that we're saying okay. anything about you, <laughs> No. Anyway, I think we should move on <laughs> to the next on. question. Uh, which musical character would you like other people to compare you to? Oh, I don't. That's hard because you want to be compared to so many. Um, I'm going to. one or two or three. Uh, or four. I'm going to. Uh, Anastasia. And I would love to be compared to her. Okay. What? Nice. What are we? What? <laughs> <laughs> yes, the dead version. Secretly royalty. Is Secretly a... royalty. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Just I to kind of like wake up one day dream. and be like, "Oh, here's a country." <laughs> Ooh, and inheritance and <laughs> yes, pretty bull gowns. Thank you. Thank you for that. I will have my inheritance <laughs> if it works for you. Uh, what's your dream role? Uh, Princess Fiona from Shrek the Musical. Nice. This is a princess theme going on here, Steph. I'm just. I'm not sure if you can you. tell. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a good one. That's that's that is mm. certainly a princess with a backbone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. So and she's he- the princess that kind of comments on what princesses think they should be, what they actually should be. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite Sondheim show? Oh, this one is very controversial. I think I'm going to have to go with Sweeney Todd. No, nice. no, it's not controversial. controversial it's controversial because it's been done a lot. I'm sure popular. It, it has, but mm-hmm. I think that that's for a reason because it's know? popular. Because yeah. it's yeah. good. It's I enjoy good that show. one. I mm. like it. I'll do it again. Anyone wants to put it on? Thanks. Cheers. <laughs> um, Steph will buy a ticket or be in it. Yeah. Which would you prefer? Oh. You want to see it or do it? Either or. I'm happy to be on stage. As Sweeney, of course. Yes, I yep. need to be Ooh, a demon barber. Yes. It's not been let's do a gender swap yet. one. <laughs> I think all female. I think you could do that show all female. Okay, or done. judge. That would be pretty cool. Oof. Murderous judge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mia culpa. Ooh. Uh, what is your go-to shower song? Oh, at the moment, at like anything from Muriel's Wedding, the musical, because that oh. show is catchy mm. as heck. It is yeah. as heck. I um, listened to some of the music first time recently, and it is um, obnoxiously Australian. Yes, yeah. Yes. I have um, a real yes. problem listening to it because I'm like, these accents are gonna so kill me. So Australian. <laughs> I recently had to sing in an Australian accent, and it's hard. Mm. It's very hard. I'm like, mm-hmm. it hurts my throat. There's it twangs just sits and wrong. everywhere. It's gross. <laughs> it's. Yeah, it shouldn't be gross though, and it's not gross in the Muriel's Wedding soundtrack. It's just jarring, yeah, because we're so not used to hearing our own voices. It's just like Mm. Missy Higgins times thirty. Yes, (laughs) and specifically channeling that Gold Coast accent. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
okay. Um, you have to delete one musical from existence. Mm. What is it? The Adding Machine. Oh, oh, yes. Happily so. I am choice, surprised that that is not a more popular Thank you. I have People done that show and it is hell. People <laughs> don't know it. it. I must have seen you in that show then. It. But, hey. um, yeah, if you haven't experienced the adding machine. Don't. <laughs> I'd recommend not going there. And it I would say, like, I, I saw the production that you were in, Steph, and that production itself wasn't a terrible production, Mm-mm. but it is just a tough show to watch. Most of them did not have key like keys in the songs it's just yeah. nonsense I, w- I went because i knew people in it and then i was sitting there going mm, why no <laughs> yeah what's the plot i don't want I don't, I don't even was it, i don't even want to know anymore clear. and maybe like that's what they were going for right i i think they were it's like meant to be kind of absurdist. real postmodern surrealism oh yes approach to you know what theater. if you do happen to have to go see it take some drugs <laughs> that would be a pretty good trip. Even out, if it's actually. just some codeine. Like. <laughs> it would then make sense. Not that we're suggesting that to our listeners in mm, any. Uh, just beer. Just have some beer. Yeah, or, some or, wine. Or Wine's a theatre drink. That's acceptable. Socially acceptable. Just, just scotch in an insulated water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's a tough one. And um, thank you for deleting it. You are welcome. Yeah. More than happy to. Yeah. I've pretty much blocked it out from my memory of having seen it. Yeah. So bad. Yeah. Good luck to anyone putting it on. Yes. <laughs> that's, I, as it's a director, difficult. I wouldn't know where to start with that show. No. Here's I have no script. idea how they actually did it. <laughs> you tell me what's going to happen. <laughs> you tell me the story, guys. Maybe we should look into that for the next 24-hour musical. Oh, oh no, thank God. You. Yeah. <laughs> thank, no, no, thank I'm you. in for that one. <laughs> that sounds like fun. And just Julie. One woman show. One woman show of the adding machine. Done. Okay, well, um, that's we've got to know Steph. Oh, I feel like I finally know the real Steph. Finally. (laughs) Before then we were just guessing, but now we know. Uh, So let's take a little break while we process what we now know about Steph. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, delete the adding mm-hmm. machine from our playlists on our phones. <laughs> As if it was, was ever on there. One. Yeah, <laughs> it was, just kept coming up on Spotify. Uh, and then we'll come back and talk about Come From Away. Refreshing. All right, so pretty much brand new show. Come from away. With, tell us about it. Tell us about the lengthy <laughs> history. Where did it come from? Away from. Wow. Come from away to. From. That's a good sentence. <laughs> uh, I was trying to. The history is short lived and it does not have long, but it was conceived by Michael Rubinoff, who is a Toronto lawyer slash theater producer slash associate dean of a Sheridan College in Oakville. So he's very overqualified. Um, and he had the idea. And approached lots of people to help write it and attracted the husband and wife team of Irene Sankoff and David Hine. And cool. they took it on board. And in 2011, they went to Gander, which is where it is set, for the 10th anniversary of September 11. And they interviewed all the locals and returning passengers who went back to Gander and Newfoundland. All passengers, as they're known as, is come from a ways, which is where the title of the show comes from. So what's the, what's the concept of the show that he 
the concept is that it it's actually really cool. It's verbatim or in um, American terms, documentary theater because they refuse to accept verbatim as a theatrical moment, which is frustrating. So they interviewed Americans. Am I right? Oh, right, <laughs> documentary theater. Um, so they interviewed, and it's all based on true stories, true characters of the people who lived there and the people who were stranded there during the um, 9-11 attacks. And it's all based on truth, which is really cool when you think about it like that as well. So it's like a little bit of a, like a montage of that time mm-hmm. and telling that, that little story. little moment in history. Yeah. yeah. So this is um, in Newfoundland mm-hmm. during in 9-11 when the, the – um, American airspace was basically shut down. Shut yes. down. And Android. so a bunch of random flights just got landed in this tiny little airport in yes. Newfoundland. It used to be a big one and then no one went through it. And then they're like, oh, we have to close the American airspace. And 38 planes were directed to this tiny little village town of, I think they had 10,000 people living there and 7,000 people got off the planes. Yeah. So their town increased by almost double and they had to house them for, I think it's four or five days they had them there. So it's a really cool story that you don't necessarily think of. You're like, oh, it happened in New York, but then all of the repercussions of around the world and everything else that they had to deal with as well. It's really cool to just hear the stories as well because they are based on truth. And this is just one of many that similar situations that would have had to have happened. Definitely. Because only 38 planes? Mm -hmm. 38 planes ended up landing in Newfoundland. So that's only a very small portion of what flies into the um, American airspace at any one time. Mm. So a lot that'd, of planes. That'd be yeah. like hundreds and thousands, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. But it is, it is unique because the population of the place that they were all stranded in was so, so, small, was so small and so restricted because it is an, an island. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's, I think that's why the reason, one of the reasons that they wanted to tell the story was because it was so unique i suppose in what happened during that process so is it essentially um a selection of sort of character studies is it almost like a a review show or does it have a linear storyline uh it has it follows a linear storyline of what um from uh the september 11 to i think it's september maybe 14 14 i think 14 13 or 14 Um, and it follows um, the stories of what happened and where they went to and different people's experiences if they've come from away and they are staying in Gander. And- so it's, it's chronological mm. um, and you kind of follow a few, few characters or sets of characters through their time there. Mm. And then there's a little bit of narration at the beginning and the end of like uh, setting up the situation and then resolving the cool. situation. Mm. All right, yeah. Which is very cool. Yeah. So it, it opened on Broadway March 2017. So it's yep. just a year old. Yes. Oh, happy birthday, Come From Away. <laughs> yeah. It's exciting. Is it still playing? Yes. yes. Yep. And it all has, it still has, mo- pretty sure it still has all of the original cast who did the workshopping process as well, are still all on the Broadway and in the cast currently performing, which yep. is awesome because I feel like it's hard to keep people longer than a year or past Tony yeah. season anyway. But again, it's like a really strong ensemble show because like there aren't a lot of names in it. There aren't a lot of like what you would call lead roles. It is real ensemble. So 
I guess the the kind of people that you would attract to those roles aren't people that would be kind of contracted for for a six month run and then be going on to another show. These were the people that would have have the the kind of leeway to kind of commit to a a long run on a show. Very mm. true. Watching backstage videos from it, it seems like that they're very familiar with each other and are a big family and don't want to seem like they do want to leave anytime soon, which is nice That's well. kind of teamwork. Guys. Yeah. Aww, <laughs> that's cute. Um, Anything else? Uh, it had a really long process. Like initially it was made into a workshop script of 45 minutes and then it, um, so in 2012. So it's over a five-year journey. It's been put together and workshopped in various places and it played um, in – Oh, I lost my spot. It played in Seattle and San Diego to and got record-breaking box office moments and then it played in Toronto. Then it played out of town in D.C. and it moved to Broadway in 2017. Um, but it's always been strongly followed and always been very heavily um, viewed. So even from their previews, they had standing room only tickets on Broadway and everyone's just latched onto the story, which is really cool. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Tony Awards, we always have to touch on it. Yes. Tony, Tony, Tony. It was nominated for eight, I want to say. Seven. 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 So close. That's right. It, <laughs> so it, it, close. It did I did my research. win one for yeah. Best Direction by uh, Christopher Ashley, mm-hmm. but it was nominated for Best Musical, Best Book of a Musical, Original score, featured actress, lighting design, direction, and choreography. Mm-hmm. So, you know, some of the big ones in there. Um, that was the big year for the Irvin Hansen, though. So, yep. impressive at 1 1, I guess. Well, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say, like, last year was a, was a big year for Best Musical because mm-hmm. the Irvin Hansen come from away Groundhog Day and Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet. Mm-hmm. That's, like, that's insane. That's, that's <laughs> all of them all could of have shows. one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you'd like to be able to say that in any given year, yeah. Oh, but, but there we have are spoken years and <laughs> odd years. We have yes. spoken about some years where we've not recognised any of the musicals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so um, we're going to get it in Australia next year. Yeah, it's coming so to Melbourne and Sydney. That's a quick transfer, yep. especially for well, Australia. It's already, mm, it's yeah. already had a, a Canadian transfer. Mm-hmm. It's touring. They're currently. Um, they're about to tour in Canada. In Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They're on Canadian land. Yeah. And then it, in Winnipeg and Toronto, it's end of this year. It's touring and then to yeah. Australia, which seems obscure, but I'm not complaining. Yeah, no, neither no, am I. No. Good. Let's, um, let's I, more of it, please. Yeah. Yes, please. Yeah. Um, I, it's such an American story, though. I'm surprised that it, it's it come really to us yeah. so quickly. Because you have... A lot of it's it's about people coming from other places, going to America, but getting stuck somewhere in between. So it is it is kind of a reaction to nine eleven, but it is more about kind of like people coping with uh, distress. Like, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's like right. more so than many on any other musical I can think of. This is like without artifice. It's just kind of like human stories, like just people telling their stories and uh, and they're talking about their relationships during a trying time. Okay, well, let us, us move on and talk about some of the characters we meet and the stories that we hear. Yeah. 
Okay, so I'm going to go through uh, the wiki on this because I haven't seen it. I don't know the show, but you've seen it, Steph. You actually saw it. On the Broadway. On the Broadway. I was very lucky, yes. We tried very hard. and So you can feel free to it. interject okay. at any time, provide additional information, or tell me to skip the boring bits. I That's shall. Too. Um, <laughs> I'm sure there are no boring bits. It's a very good musical. No. Very so the, the characters throughout are um, a whole bunch of the people who live in the town and a whole bunch of the people who got stranded there from the plains. Mm -hmm. And it seems like a lengthy list of characters. And am I correct in saying that the uh, actors play multiple characters each? Yes. So each actor plays like three or four different people. So you get the feeling of the story and the craziness. And um, unlike some other shows that do this sort of thing, it's not a couple of people who have the key characters that are just those characters and then the ensemble plays lots of different roles. It's literally everybody has three at least listed and others written after their name. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm not going to go through all the character names. (laughs) If we had to point out maybe a couple of the key townsfolk. Um, key townsfolk is Bueller, who is one of the school teachers, and the police officer, who I cannot remember the character's <laughs> I don't remember his name either, but he's uh, great. He's awesome. Garth, Kevin, Turf. Turf, is that a name? Annette, Beverly. Oh, no, no. Annette, I feel like they're all the comfortableways. Uh, Claude, Elliot, Barb. Do we know his name? <laughs> Allie, Kevin. He's just the sheriff. Whoop. Whoop, Oz. Whoop. Whoop. Yeah. Oz. 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 That's yeah, it. That's it. Yeah. That, uh, Oz the constable. Yeah. Oz the constable. Mm-hmm. And the yeah, mayor. Well, the mayor is a big part as well, actually. Who I think Claude. is Claude. Yeah. Claude. Yes. Claude. Claude. <laughs> anyway, uh, so the synopsis. <clears throat> let's let's go through this. Okay. Welcome everybody to the synopsis. <laughs> we'll discover it together. On the morning of September 11th, is this about September? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, 2001, the townsfolk of Gander, including Claude the mayor, Oz the police constable, and Beulah the teacher. <laughs> yes. Okay, okay, I could have just done this. Sorry about that stuff. Uh, just they start the show by describing the life that they lead in Newfoundland and um, how they learn of the terrorist attacks in New York and Washington. Uh, the attacks result in the airspace being closed, forcing 38 international aircraft to be diverted and land unexpectedly at the Gander Airport, which essentially dumps 7,000 people, almost doubling the um, uh, number of people in this little island town of Gander. Uh, so the townspeople are forced to spring into action and prepare housing and food and clothes to uh, provide some level of comfort for all these stranded passengers. Meanwhile, the pilots, flight attendants and passengers are initially not permitted to leave their planes, forcing them to deal with the confusing and conflicting information about what was happening and why they were being grounded. So they were stuck on the planes for a while. Yeah. There's it's a whole song thing about to that. to try and put on the stage. The Do they have, like, planes? No, they use <laughs> chairs to signify, like, aisles of a plane and the frustration of being kept in there, but it's all... Very collagey put together. So no, Miranda, they don't wheel on an actual plane. <laughs> no, but they, you know, I don't know how the set works. 
the minor no, it, planes it, it in is, the set. It is very kind of theatre of the mind-ish. Uh-huh. Okay. All it's right. like that high school college not... drama where you're like, I am a chair on a plane now. But also not in an annoying <laughs> no, no, way. I have a chair on a plane and <laughs> yes. I'm sitting on a Here is my own chair, to therefore I am a plane. Uh, anyway, once allowed off the planes and transferred to various emergency shelters around the town, the passengers and crew watch replays of the attacks and learn about the true reason why they were grounded. Um, the frightened and lonely passengers desperately try to contact their families and pray for their loved ones while the townsfolk work through the night trying to help them in any way that they can. So I guess this is about the time in the story where we start to get the crossover of the characters from both sides. Definitely. It's the meeting. The meeting. Everybody Mm -hmm. gets together, meets, and makes new friends. Sort of? Yes. Uh, A little bit. Like there's, there's not like a lot of friendship happening at this moment. It is kind of like the two kind of groups dealing with their own set of problems. And they're just being mm-hmm. forced together. In yeah. This. yeah. Yeah. The travellers are initially taken aback by their host's uncommon hospitality, but they slowly let the guards down and begin to bond and quickly the, <laughs> this actually says, and the quirky townsfolk um, begin to bond with the quirky townsfolk. <laughs> I need to learn how to, I'm having Julie's problem today. Uh, the islanders in Gander and the surrounding towns open up their homes to the plain people, regardless of their guest race, nationality, or sexual orientation. And uh, so there's a lot of bonding that begins to happen at that point. Mm-hmm. Hannah asks Beulah to take her to a Catholic church and a number of characters make their way to other houses of worship around the town. Around the town. I love how it's such a tiny town and yet they still have multiple houses of worship. Of course they do. (laughs) Have you been to America? (laughs) Canada. Oh, have you been to Newfoundland? (laughs) Have you? (laughs) I haven't actually. Has anyone been to Newfoundland? Not to Newfoundland, no. Better form of I've never even sent anyone to Newfoundland. (laughs) That helps you. To alleviate the rising fear and mounting tensions, the passengers are invited to be initiated as honorary Newfoundlanders. Gosh, that's hard to say. At the local bar. That's where we introduce everyone to our way of life. Uh, The gravity of the attacks nevertheless continues to set in as this airspace is eventually reopened. One trailblazing pilot, Beverly Bass, comments on how her once optimistic view of the world has suddenly changed. And this is. Uh, one of you were saying one of only two solo numbers in the whole show. Yeah, so so this really is a true ensemble cast of mm. just all the numbers are company, 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 company. Mm-hmm. Uh, while one pair of passengers starts to develop a romance, oh, we couldn't get through the show without one of those. But it's well, all true. True story. True story. Yeah, yeah. it's cute that in that. I way. mean, that's you can kind of get away with it if it's if, <laughs> if it actually it's true. happened. Yeah. Uh, they uh, so they start to develop a romance despite the terrible thing that had brought them together. Another pair sees their long term relationship fall apart under the stress of the event. As the passengers and crew fly away to their homes, they joyously exchange stories of the immense kindness and generosity that has been shown to them by the Newfoundland strangers in their time of need. But not before a Muslim traveller, faced with increasing prejudice from his fellow passengers, undergoes a humiliating strip search prior to boarding. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's really upsetting. Yep. But at the same time, think about what had just happened. Yeah. And that's just kind of... Just as everyone's panicking yeah. about mm-hmm. plane safety. And that really could have been like, and um, look at us all being kind and generous and meeting each other's needs, happy ending to the show, tick. But I I like that they've 
they've put Stuck the truth and the reality yeah. of the situation in there. Even though that is probably very upsetting to watch in amongst everything else that's happening. It's not, in a, the show. It's not explicitly shown, it's just sung about in yeah. a way that. In a musical. Oh. Unbelievable. <laughs> no, Unbelievable. Yeah. Using the medium of song to tell a story. Um, the townsfolk in Gander return to their normal life but comment on how empty their town now seems and how different the world feels. The passengers and airline staff who return to the US are faced with the horror of the attack's aftermath, including Hannah the pilot who learns that her firefighter son has lost his life during his rescue efforts. Mm. Ten years later, the crew and passengers, the come-from-aways as they're known, of the once stranded planes reunite in Gander this time by choice, to celebrate their lifelong friendships and strong connections that they formed in the moment of the terrorist attacks. As Claude the Mayor professes, tonight we honour what was lost, but we also commemorate what we found. Yep. <laughs> it sounds really depressing when you put it like that, but it's very emotional and well, it's heartwarming. I think as we've, as we've yeah. sort of talked about, it's about that finding connection and humanity in that moment. Uh, and, like, it ends with such a catharsis mm-hmm. from the tragedy, like accepting what has happened because of it, the good and the bad. But celebrating those beautiful moments that they found within it. What um, I enjoy about it is that, like, everyone, every character in this is a strong character. They, yeah, there's not, like, you don't have someone that's, particularly like the constant whinger or things like that. No, like, they're all very well. There's no one making ridiculous choices. Like no. all the choices mm-hmm. they make are totally justified. Because it's all based on truth. Like yeah. did we mention that um, the character of Beverly, who is based on um, Beverly Bass, mm-hmm. um, she was the first female captain for American Airlines. That's what her entire solo was about. Yeah, it's kind of cool because it is her backstory in a way mm. and how important she is in the world of American mm, yeah. aviation. Yeah. And she also led like the first commercial flight to have all female um staff stuff. Yeah. Really cool. Cool lady. It's cool history that they share. It is. Yeah. Cool. And history you wouldn't necessarily know without. Well, I didn't know without this. No. And the actual person Beverly is very involved in this show. She's, yeah, she's been there busy. through the whole workshopping process yeah. and she goes hangs out with the cast a lot and brings all her f- female flying mates. <laughs> That'd be nice. Female flying mates. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, just before we leave synopsis and to clarify what we were talking about before, um, the musical was has been received by audiences and critics as a cathartic reminder of the capacity for human kindness in even the darkest times and the triumph of humanity over hate. So I, I think that describing it as a, a – documentary mm-hmm. is is probably giving it the humanity and truth mm-hmm. that it needs to really be able to tell that story and come across with that kind of um, depth. Well, it also mm-hmm. gives it that that extra kind of depth and gravitas yeah. to actually deal with the emotions that you see on stage rather than rather than in something like say the Little Mermaid, where you can tell that, like, she's sad or something's wrong and her life's bad. Like, the fact that this is based on real-life people's real-life stories, real emotions, Mm. and there's no 
there's no villain, there's no kind of ridiculous uh, or sort of like theatrical dramatic choices made just to push the plot along. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you really it's really just about the emotions that these people experienced in this five days and how it's affected their entire lives. Hmm. It manages to deal with very serious and like upsetting themes in a lighthearted way, but actually yeah. brings it back to the truth and that seriousness as well. And it's weird to impressive. be to be so like when I listen to it, so emotional. Um, you weren't in that theater as an audience like, member, just tears right? Everywhere, you, you are so emotional, but at the same time, you're still really enjoying what's being presented. Like it doesn't take away. Mm-hmm. Anything. I don't know. It's just so good. Guys. People enjoy and crave connection mm. and honesty. And if you can provide that in a theater, then so good. Mm-hmm. You've you've done it. And I think it's very similar to kind of the emotional connection that uh shows like Next to Normal have had because again they're kind of based on a real life situation and they haven't shied away from the negativity there, but also shown what can come when you process those negative emotions mm. and come out the other side. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, let's talk about the songs, shall we? Shall we? Let's. Welcome to The Rock. That's the first song, guys. Yeah. It is the first song. So is, is The Rock Newfoundland? Correct. Yes, right. they call it yeah. the And rock. it is. Because the rock is also Gibraltar. Alcatraz. And Alcatraz. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of rock. Edinburgh. Okay. <laughs> or I could go rock. for some Edinburgh rock right now. Mm. This is a really high energy song and it really gets you in. Um, it's kind of like it doesn't prepare you for what the show is about. No. It's just kind of, it is kind of real musical theatre. This is where we are. Mm-hmm. This is who we are and we like who we are. <laughs> and yeah. it it starts and continues to have through the entire thing pop, rock, folk, folk yeah. Gaelic mm-hmm. sound. And yeah. it's great. I love it because it is something that is just different. Like mm. you don't expect it to be. A it's, semi-Irish sounding it's band. All traditional the whole time. instruments as well. Like the entire time, they're very um, Gaelic Canadian that mix there. Beautiful traditional Dorf. sound. So, welcome Ooh. to the rock is is an introduction to everyone, and so is I mean, because it's so much singing. Really, mm. it is all um, taking you through what's happened, who they are, where they are, what's going to happen. And there's dialogue mm-hmm. throughout the songs. And- little, Yeah, little bits of dialogue throughout. And you were saying before that it just goes one straight into the other. There's only no breaks. Yeah, there's like two applause breaks in the whole show, which makes it smooth yeah. as heck. And it also has that effect of when as an audience you're forced to just sit and be told a story mm-hmm. and not react. Oh, I don't think we've mentioned this either. It's a one-act show, so yeah. it runs... 90 to 100 minutes the whole way yeah. through. So you um yeah. so yeah, you're just you're sitting there and you just you are being told a story and you're there to listen. Mm-hmm. Um which is great. So welcome to the rock 38 planes um which then starts to sing about it's very short 38 planes but it starts to sing about how many came through and and who was on them. Blankets and bedding again is how we're going to accommodate these people. Um 
what space do we have? Who do we have? People going and doing things like um, there's one gentleman that sings about going to the local store and he goes, oh, I'll, I'll just go and I'll buy whatever they need. I'll just start buying random things. And he gets there and the storekeeper tells him, no, 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 take it all. It's mm-hmm. it's free. Just go and supply it to them. Um, that is a common theme within this show that they really expose the, I guess it's the Canadian nature, but specifically the Newfoundland nature community. of like, oh, just just take it. Yeah, just have my barbecue from the backyard. Yeah, yep, go into my house and take my kettle. I do you'll, not mind. You'll at all. need it. So the just front door is unlocked. Take go. it. Yeah. yeah um, these three, these next three songs, I like to think of as the logistics songs, mm-hmm. where they're actually just <laughs> they are they're, they're just the company kind of dealing with what what happened, what do we need to do, and what are we doing right now. <laughs> and at this point. I'm not crying yet, but I'll let you know when the tears started. <laughs> um, 28 hours where slash wherever we are um, is dealing with this is how long we've been on planes for, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then here we go, here the tears start pouring <laughs> down my face. Um, darkness in the trees. Mm-hmm. Um, they were saying, they, they sing about the only thing that we could see were the headlights of, of other vehicles. We don't know who they are. They don't know who we are, um, but they're here for us. Um, I don't know. It's for some reason when as soon as that one starts, I'm like, oh no, oh that's it, I'm done. Which is why the next song does very comedic break. Yes, to release the tension of. Huh. <laughs> and you're like, oh thank God. Um, oh, which is on the bus. Yep. Yeah, and I think that's the first time they mention the um. Muslim gentleman, isn't it? Um, in the music, yes, but I the characters introduced a lot earlier. Earlier, in the yeah, well, yeah, because I've never seen the show, so that's the first time I hear of him. <laughs> um, and and other people's reaction to him as well. Mm-hmm. And then we have Darkness in the Trees reprise, which mm-hmm. is them actually. I think is that where they get off. Um, I they... to the cars. Yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah, it is. Because... Oh, because then we have lead us out yeah. on the night. Yeah. Um, then phoning home, which is the entire company, which is another one that I just cry through usually. Yeah. Cause on the planes, they had no clue what happened. And so it's their reaction to seeing what has actually happened, but mm-hmm. it's cleverly done in the fact that in this show, they don't actually explicitly say what happened until, um, the pilot solo, which is halfway through what you would call a second act, but yeah. yeah the second half of the show, nothing is explicitly said terrorist attack or anything until that moment. Well, and I mean, you don't really spoken have to around. Say it. No, it's understood. <laughs> <laughs> and at the time they probably realised the devastation of what it was but didn't think of it as we think of it now as such a common terrorist attack yeah. occurrence kind of thing. Um, so phone, phoning home, then we have costume party, which isn't, the entire ensemble, but a selection of the ensemble. But it's most of them. But it's most of them, guys. Diane, Kevin, one, Beverly, Hannah, Kevin, two, Nick, and Bob. It's basically everybody, Sorry, but their character like names. Yeah. The There's two they're, Kevins. The Kevins are dating. Yeah. It's confusing. Yeah. They're, they're <laughs> it's a great. gay couple, Kevin, one, and Kevin, two. Yeah. <laughs> Is that based on real life? Are they both yes. named yes. Kevin in real and, life? And they yeah. said that it was cute for a while, <laughs> but now. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> Um, then we move on to one of our first solos, I Am Here, uh, which Hannah sings. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, I kind of tend to skip it a little bit if I'm going to skip anything. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'll say it now. It's controversial at this table. I believe both of you have told me off for this already. Mm-hmm. Both of the both of the 
solos in this show I don't connect with as much as all the other songs. It's because they're not sung by a grieving mother. True. Actually. That one, one is. is. One of them one is. One is. <laughs> but maybe she's not old enough for you. Maybe that's maybe you need an elderly mother to make it real for you. Maybe if her child was there. Okay, yeah, you make a good no, point. It's just, I, I, I honestly think I think it's the change in style from like all these people talking, mm. and then you take take a step away from that to have one character having feelings. Like I, I don't have a problem with that. It's just like I'm really engaged with the other songs, and this that change of pace kind of sets me makes me take a step back a little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have prayer, which we go back to that full yeah. company kind of thing. I think that might be close to my favorite song. Oh, big call! Like I like it. Nice. Um, on the edge again, full company. Um, and I then don't remember on the edge very well. That is good. On the edge, it's like a slow build up of oh, everyone's that. getting stir crazy from staying in the same building for. Three and days or that would be why. That point. Then you have the catharsis celebration, <laughs> which yeah. is in the bar yeah. slash heave away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, again, you got to get some traditional songs in there. Somewhere. Yeah, now that that's <laughs> where they're, it in. they're inducted into becoming Islanders, Newfoundland. Yes, Honor, honorary Islanders. Yeah, the screech ceremony, screech in, <laughs> which yeah. is then yeah, screech in Claude mm-hmm. and the and the rest of the company. Then we have our next. Solo, which mm-hmm. is Beverly, which is going to go into my repertoire of audition songs because it's delightful. <laughs> Me in the Sky. Actually, if anyone's listening and they're like, hmm, I'm of like 30 plus, 40 plus, and they want a really good audition song, this is one. Me in the Sky. Not many people will be doing it. it Get on it early. Song. Really good character doing it song. Now, Julie. Yeah. <laughs> You've just shot You're yourself. You're all welcome. <laughs> um, then we have the Dover Fault, which is Nick and Diane. Oh. See, that's one of my least favorite ones. That's it's a skippable just, one for you, isn't yeah, it? It's, yeah. Oh, that and Take a Picture, the one after it, is just like, why is this happening? Building I didn't even emotions. have to take a picture. Maybe that's Dover Fault. Maybe it is Dover, it's all part of Dover Fault. I do have Stop the World, which is Nick, Diane, that and one. the company. That one would be it then. Stop yeah. the World, Take a Picture. Um, then we have 38 Planes Reprise and Somewhere in the Middle of Nowhere. Really pretty, really, really pretty songs. Mm-hmm. Um, something's Missing. Again, the whole company. Yeah. Then we go a little skip-de-doo and it's 10 years later. Whole company. <laughs> Finale. Whole company. The all of the tears. <laughs> I, I, all, the whole time through, you've got, you've got people playing multiple characters like it's mm-hmm. never really <laughs> you've got there's no you time just for put aging. everyone in a gray wig and get some gross feet i love how how much you think people age in 10 years as well like some of them wouldn't look any different <laughs> miranda stick. yeah the difference between 32 and 42 isn't usually no usually not huge but between 10 and 20 yeah <laughs> a little bit um, then we've got one which is just the band, which is called Screech Out. That's mm-hmm. fun. See what they did there, guys? Never Screech skip in. That, that Screech is the out. best play out of a band yeah. ever. Um, but yeah, so a big it's a it's a big thing mm-hmm. and it's on stage the whole time. Mm. Mm. But a good thing. Well worth a listen. If you haven't listened to it before, do yourself a favor. It's delight. Many emotions. It is. It's it's a great thing. It's great to listen to, and because it is like 
all sung through. There isn't like song scene, song scene. You can get a really good feel for the show. Oh yeah. Um, and and the story as well without without having to yep. sit in a theater and watch it because we're not on Broadway. We don't have to be. It's going to be here next it is, year. It is yes. going to be here. It won't so be if, right here in this particular state, Miranda. If, you, if we you're can in Australia, hope. you can wait and see Miranda in <laughs> the Australian <laughs> See Miranda as Beverly. Uh, <laughs> sure, yeah, okay. Which one's she again? The pilot. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> yes, beautiful. Okay. Uh, well... Do we have much casting to talk about? A little bit. A little bit? Well, then let's do that in just one short, brief moment. Okay, so let's have a a brief recap, I suppose, of the cast. Yeah, so. And the 1,600 roles that they each play. Mm -hmm. I'll only go through the the Broadway cast because they they, are... I guess they're they're the ones that you're going to know of. And, again, it is just more of an ensemble, so there's not a lot of big names in there. So Garth, Kevin, and others, Chad Kimball. He's been in that role from 2015 all the way to Broadway. Um, Annette, Beverly Bass, and others, Jen Colella. Oh, yes, Jen Colella. We're best friends. Claude Elliott and others, Joel Hatch. Bob and others, Rodney Hicks, Ali, Kevin Young and others, Caesar Samoya, I'm going to say, S-A-M-A-Y-O-A. Samoya. <laughs> uh, so, A good friend of... Yeah, so wow. Janice Mosher and others. Uh, originally in La Jolla was Alison Spratt Pierce, but is now Kendra Casabaum. Bonnie Harris and others uh, on Broadway was Petrina Bromley. Oz Fudge and others <laughs> was uh, Gino Carr. Now, Gino Carr was in La Jolla, but was played, uh, the, that same role was played by Eric Ancrim in Seattle, but then Gino came back for uh, Ford's Theatre Toronto on Broadway. Uh, Nick, Doug, Nick Marson and others, Lee McDougall, Hannah O'Rourke and others, Q Smith. I don't know what the Q stands for, but that is what she is credited Let's guess. as. Um, Cordelia with a Q. <laughs> <laughs> of all the likelier answers, I like that one the best. Um, Diane Gray and others, Sharon Wheatley, and Beulah Davis and others, Astrid Van Weeren. So I just wanted to get those names out there because it is such an ensemble cast and I think they deserve recognition as such. So that's... Twelve, a cast of twelve. Uh, three, yes, twelve, exactly. <laughs> That's a good lot math. Of, a lot of roles for a lot of roles. Twelve people. <laughs> they do it very uh, around well. thirty, around thirty roles. So yeah, so I guess we'll, let's just jump straight into dream casting. Like, who would we want to see in a role like in a role in a show like this? That well, I I think that the oh. formula needs. Unknowns. Unknowns. Mm. I agree. I think it tells the like, story. You put Sutton Foster in there, then it's going to be Sutton Foster playing. In. Like it's not yeah. the the feel and purpose of the show doesn't require star vehicles. No, you need someone who can have their moment and then meld back into the ensemble and does not pull focus while mate over here is having a sing. Yeah. Or something. I agree. Um 
I think the Dreamcast is not a single person you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I think that's the Dreamcast. I think my Dreamcast <laughs> is one single person I know. Ooh. Zach Efron. Miranda. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, Miranda Selwood and Zach Efron finally <laughs> together. <laughs> I mean, I will be interested I'll to come. see, I'll see what it. happens in the Australian cast because I have put out an open mm. call. So they definitely could go for a cast of unknowns. That is I very rare. I'm hoping that would be better transfers. than... But there's, there's got to be a reason that they've done it that way. Yeah. That's a fairly small cast, 12. 12, If, if yeah. that's all they're looking for, 12 and some swings, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they could easily have done that through an agent call, but they've Absolutely. chosen not to, which to me says that they're looking, to do they're it looking that way. for unknowns. Yeah. Good. No, you know. So it's impossible. We cannot do it. Well, I, I guess mean? now that we've we've teased it so much, I, I mean, we will we'll share the details for auditions. So if you're listening to this and you wanna you wanna go try yourself out, yeah, get on that, Julie. <laughs> I couldn't yeah. find it before. I had it the other day. <laughs> no, it'll be fine. We'll find it and we'll, and we'll share it. Uh, good. That's the cast. Yeah. And Dreamcast. Yep. Done. Dreamcast Tick. is someone we don't know. <laughs> yeah. Is you, is you, dear listener, you are our Dreamcast. Yeah, go get your dreams. All right, so let's talk about the top fives. What are we putting Come From Away on? Top five ensemble shows. Top five Mm. docu-musical? Based on a true story. One act shows or musicals? Yes. yes. And I would put it so far above chorus line, it's not even funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, th- I think they would both be on the list. Oh, I don't face know. Face Miranda they... just pulled. <laughs> Great. Um, would it top five travel themed musicals? <laughs> Well, you, it, you what other travel themed the musicals? They don't are there. travel. Is well, they traveled the from somewhere else to a new place. I would also put "Catch Me If You Can" on there. Oh yeah, travel oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pi- pilot centric, pilot centric <laughs> musical. <laughs> um, mm, I don't know. Top oh, five musical set in Canada. There wouldn't be many of those. No, there aren't many. No, I I, this like is the only would, one I can think of off the top one. of my head. I'm sure there's many in Canada currently that <laughs> we're not aware of. I mean, you can mention Canada. It's, it's not true. in it though. Yeah. Um, top five. Ooh, drama musicals. Uh, I, I'd probably be close to that list. Maybe it's just like touching the edge of that list right now. Waiting for someone to kill off another musical so that it can pop back up. <laughs> um, I, I, I guess you would call it drama. You would call it drama. It, it, there is a fair mm. bit of comedy in it as well, though. So I don't but know. There has to be, so you don't drama. cry in a ball the entire show. Well, that's what I mean. Like, so mm. next to normal, that would definitely be drama. And oh, it yes. has tiny bits of comedy, but it's. No- Pretty much all drama yeah. the whole way through. Yeah. Whereas this There's one is like comedy. drama comedy, very mm. strongly both the whole way. 
Top five shows about a terrorist attack. Mm. <laughs> I'm not sure if there's many of those. I out mean, there's here we've got one. I don't, well, I don't know. I guess if if what happened in Les Mis happened now, they would probably be called terrorists. Two. Two is a list. Two is a list. Done. One and two. <laughs> Anything else? Top five musicals for unknown actors. Top five musicals with no leads. I guess that's the same as ensemble musicals. Yeah, I think so. I think it's covered. Yeah. I think we've covered it. It's a good show. Made a lot of top fives there. should listen to it, Marina. I look forward to mm. knowing it better. Yeah. I will. What, I will listen to it. Would this be on your top five all-time musicals? Oh, it's up there. It was up there with, like, I saw six shows, I think, last time I was in New York, and this was tied for top. Yeah. And it was, that was a hard list to try What did it find. tie with? Um, I think it was Anastasia just because of emotions oh, of seeing have... that yeah. for ages. But, so yeah, funny. it's one Wait, of my top. Is Anastasia, like, kind of terrorism? <laughs> Revolutionary, I'd yeah. say. I mean, but so it's like, oh, so it can go limits. <laughs> like. <laughs> All right, let's All right. move on from top fives. Uh, we're going to talk quickly about the lessons that we learn in Come From Away, and then it will be time. So what can we learn from the musical Come From Away? Many oh. things. All I think we can things. learn about humanity. We can learn about coming Being together. Being a good neighbour. I, mm-hmm. neighbor. I learnt... This story, I didn't know this happened. You can learn yeah. about the lady pilot yeah. who was the first lady pilot. Beverly. Mm-hmm. Beverly Bass. Beverly Bass. First lady pilot for American Airlines. Yeah. If you're ever on a plane and they close the American airspace, please go to Gander because it sounds fun. <laughs> I mean, fun for a little while. Yeah, and then a little bit. Insane. Then you realize there's no Westfield and you're like, where am I going to go shopping? <laughs> Guess I'm going to go to the pub and kiss a go fish. Go to the pub, kiss a fish. Oof. Uh, I'm definitely on the side of Kevin number two there. I think the, it's Kevin number two. Yeah, yeah. that doesn't doesn't like want no. Kevin number one kissing a fish. Yeah, I'm, I'm on his side mm. with the fish. I'm gonna yeah. just fish stay kissing. real quiet. No right. fish kissing, please. Good. Thank you. Hey, you get to take a shot first, and then you kiss the fish, so it's fine. And so we learned how to become initiated as in we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can look. Oh. <laughs> Newfoundland. I did not learn how to pronounce that. <laughs> Newfoundland. Newfoundland. I'm going to stop. What, what else did we learn? I think we learned about some of the the human stories that were to the side of and possibly almost forgotten about in the face of mm. such a, a horrific moment in history. Yeah. I think Come From Away is just kind of like one big lesson about how humans can help each other. Like when, when, they're, when they put their minds to it and they stop being bitchy Selfish. at each other's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, and I think that's kind of the one big lesson that all the other little lessons in the show kind of And isn't it a shame we just don't all work like that on a, on a daily basis? You're right, Julie. Socialism is the correct way to approach things. <laughs> <laughs> you laugh, but I, I have a politics podcast and I'm winning because I'm a socialist. 
Well <laughs> done, Thane. Well You're done. welcome. Um, I yeah, I I think it shows you how in in tragic circumstances people can really come together and hopefully people come away from it with the idea that that is something they can carry through the rest of their come lives. Come away from, come yeah. from away. Ah, ha, ha. Like yeah. that quote that you said, I think, when we are talking about the show itself and it's like the capacity for human kindness in even the darkest of times. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. And, and further to that, the times don't need to be dark for you to be. Just be a yeah. good human a good every human day. Being. Yeah. Be nice. Oh, but it's Sweet. so exhausting being a good human being. <laughs> Did we learn anything else? Uh, Do we learn anything about the island nation, not nation? It exists. State of Newfoundland. <laughs> that they all have like Irishy accents. Mm. It's a very yeah. yeah. When oh. I first listened to it, I'm like, I thought this was Canadian. But it definitely sounds well. There's there's French Canada, yeah. There's Canada, and then there's Newfies. <laughs> Some <laughs> kind of weird Gaelic <laughs> Canada. But no, uh, so I again learned more about Newfoundland than I'd ever before. Like the only exposure I'd had to them was the breed of dog, uh, the giant black. Newfoundlands. I hadn't even made that connection. <laughs> I've just learned something new. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. And this is what uh, we like to share with you here on Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. Uh, we talk about breeds of dogs more than anything else. That would be a good podcast. <laughs> I'm not complaining Ooh. about that. I can feel the network expanding. <laughs> happening. Let's take a quick break and we're going to come back and say our goodbyes and talk more about the new expanding network of <laughs> That's Not Canon Productions. Okay, so thank you very much, Steph, for Thanks coming. Thank you. I hope you've enjoyed talking to us it's about been Come From Away. Long time listener, first time appearer, so it's exciting. <laughs> Hello. And thanks Hello for well. such a good show that yeah. we all enjoy. It's very rare that all of us enjoy a show. Oh, my I'm glad I made a good choice then. <laughs> I love it. I want the world to love it too. Well done. Well done. And we will all love it. Um, when the production finally comes to Australia sometime next year, hopefully uh, we're still, you know, podcasting away. I can't oh, I see mean, any reason why we wouldn't be. I say we, we have learned that auditions have closed, so oh. none of us will be yeah. appearing in yeah. it. I mean, I unless it. they just happen to call us and unless be like, they heard, hear this, they hear this podcast and go, wait. We forgot about Miranda Selwood. Just think of all the great intrinsic marketing opportunities <laughs> of casting all three hosts. And Steph. Don't forget and about Steph. Steph. I'll come along. Yeah, yeah. Well, Steph, of course, will be invited back for the follow-up episode <laughs> because if we're all in the show. From yeah, backstage. Absolutely. Uh, so make sure that you have subscribed to us for uh, when that happens um, on your podcaster Podcaster? Podcaster, sure. If we're I'm, I'm, I'm practicing my Irish accent. <laughs> Is it? Oh, podcaster. I don't know. That's real bad Irish. Thing. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I just got us all fired from the show. I'm sorry. Guys. Oh, no. Anyway, you can find us on your podcaster of choice. Um, musicals taught me everything I know. Make sure you subscribe. Give us a rating and a review. We enjoy reading those, but it also helps us reach more of your friends and musical theatre alumni. A rating is good. A five-star rating is best, 
A review is better than all those. But a review is better than all of those put together. We love it. Love it, I tell you. Um, If you love us and would like a little bit more of us every month, um, you can chuck us a couple of dollars on patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Musicals taught me everything I know. Throw us a couple bucks a month and you'll get access to some um, awesome extra Extra, extra, extra. extra. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can also find us at our home on the web. That's not canonproductions.com, along with all of our brother and sister podcasts, including Zane's um, socialist politics. It's called A New World Order. <laughs> okay. I'm a socialist. One of the other hosts is a libertarian. Oh, and no. then one of the other hosts is an apathetic. The Tarian? That's just not a word. You just made that word. Is that a chemist? Is he a chemist? <laughs> yeah, I think so. An apothecary. <laughs> uh, so if you're interested in finding out more about any of our other things, um, my songs suck, unfeatured articles, and then they... Which um, also features our co-host here, Julie, and the mighty motion picture ranges and a whole lot more. I've just read them off the wall, so that's you, why they're Miranda, the do you know what else you can do? What else can you do? If you pop onto our website, you can pop click on. a linky-loo to our merchandise. <gasps> I yeah. forgot about the merch. <laughs> Clicky the linky-loo. Yeah. Wear us on your booby doo shirt. There's now a We Would Cast Zach Efron shirt up. <gasps> yeah! oh, I'm buying it right <laughs> now. Oh my goodness. All so right. go to the website uh, to get those links. You can also find us on Facebook. You can tweet us at Musicals Teach Me or send a lengthy email to Musicals Taught Me Podcast at gmail.com. And if you're super lucky, Julia Eisentrager will pen you a letter that begins Dear Dude. Dear Dude. <laughs> Good point. So thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing us with your friends. We hope that you uh, enjoy learning about new shows. And we also really love to get your feedback. So if you want to tell us what you think about um, this show, Come From Away, any of the other shows that we've reviewed, or if you want us to look at a show, yeah, you want us to do the research for you. Guys, I really want to listen to a show about cats. And we'll be like, well, you're going to have to pay us some money because it's a Patreon only episode. Um, anyway, let us know what you want to hear and we'll do our best to cover that. Um, so thank you once again, Steph. Thank you, Steph. Thank you for having me. Woo. It's been awesome. <laughs> uh, my name is Miranda Selwood, my co-host today. Zane C. Weber. Julie Eisentrager. And we'll catch you next time. Bye, Bye. everybody. Bye. Second mothership, and pray to God that it works. No, none of these ideas are going to work. I've got it. What we need to do is tell every citizen to leave their homes naked and just tell them to have sex with toasters in the street. The aliens will be so confused, they'll just sort off. If you'd like to see the alternate takes on political issues ranging from big to small, subscribe to a New World Order podcast at www.thatsnotkindofproductions.com forward slash a New World Order. Mm-hmm.
The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the most anticipated Roland Garros in years. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled tournament access as the world's top players in tennis face off against each other. Will the veteran champions continue their dominance or will a fresh face emerge to challenge their legacy on the clay courts? Daily live coverage of this epic showdown begins Monday, May 20th. Don't miss a matchup. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens.